You don't need to be the finished article to make money. I banked about six, seven grand in about a week. What do you think is the average time frame for someone to succeed in trading? There's no way the learning curve will be a year. Did you feel frustrated during that time? You think it's going to be quick. First six months, I make some money. I want you to do well, just not better than me. That's not the type of mentality that we have. The biggest learning curve that I've had to go through that's been most difficult or challenging as well. It's been one of the best journeys of my life. To gain experience in the market. Grateful to be in this position. Nine trades back to back gone. And then that shattered my confidence completely. You really want to believe something. There's been some highs, there's been some lows. I wasn't good at maths, I failed it at college. I wanted to be a full-time trader by the end of the year. This is actually possible. Trading, trading, trading. All of that euphoric feeling. You can't stop my trading. It's just made me a much better trader overall. Welcome back to another Inside the Mind podcast. What's going on, guys and girls? Welcome back to another Funded Trader podcast. Joined with me today, another one of our traders who has passed on the in-house fund. Saigon, nice. thank you for coming. Absolute pleasure to see you again. Thanks for having me. So it's been uh, it's actually been uh, not that long period of time since the Manchester meetup. No, I think it's must have been a few weeks. So, uh, yeah, I mean, that was an incredible experience. Yeah, that was your first meetup, right? That was my first one as well. It was um, weird. Considering I'd, I'd obviously been Falcon for a few years already, but um, I, th I felt like it was finally time to show my face, I guess. And, uh, 100%. I'm, I'm keen to hear your experience for that. But before we even get into your story and just how long you've been in Falcon, I want to start this podcast off a little bit different from what we've done before. I'm curious for you, what would you say has happened in your journey, like a standout moment that you believe maybe the average trader hasn't gone through and how you've learned from it? Um, well, probably quite early on, um, uh, maybe about a year into my trading or even less, I, I, I got myself in one of the, like a right trade at a right time kind of moment. And I banked about six, seven grand in about a week. Nice. Uh, obviously I was over the moon at the time and you're thinking, you know, if I can turn you know, 500 quid into 7,000, then I can turn seven into 30 in the next week. Obviously that's not the case. Um, but that was something I, I experienced pretty early on that was pretty intense because a week later I pretty much lost all of it and that was already after kind of speaking to my parents and being like, oh, you know, I made seven grand and all that. And then two uh, a week later when, you're asked, when they're asking you, you know, how's it going? And you're like, well, I've got none of it left. And you kind of have that humbling moment where you're just like, well, you, you're back to the drawing board kind of thing. Have you had any education at that point or was you just decided to get involved, put some money uh, in a broker? I, I kind of just started getting educated, uh, but I, my mindset just wasn't in the right place, I think. You know, even though you, you kind of start learning, you still, you haven't really had those painful experiences yet where you're like, I need to actually learn from that. Or you haven't maybe taken advice on as well as you should have. Um, so at that point, yeah, I was still messing around, I think, a little yeah, bit in the still market. Still dabbling, still very early still, stages. Yeah. So isn't it interesting how you can go unpunished very quickly? You can't fluke most things in most industries. You can't just become a doctor or a dentist by accident and just have you know, a good week. It just doesn't work like no, that. But in trading, you could hit the right trade at the right time. I'm sure that moment was euphoric, that you thought, right, I'm really going to be able to, this is a reality now. Yeah, I mean, I remember just looking on my phone and like every day it would my phone would go up like another 500 pound and you'd be thinking like these moves are never going to stop really are they mm -hmm. um but then eventually you're like well like when you've closed it out and i've 
I was disciplined enough, I guess, to actually have closed that. Um, but at that point, you're thinking, you're just thinking about the next trade. When can I jump in and find another trade that's going to bank me the same amount? Not realizing that the conditions were just right at that time. Of course. Um, you don't get trades like that every day. So, How long does it take you to give the money back? It was about a week. A wow. week later, I was because I was just jumping into trades relentlessly. And just basically, like at that time, there wasn't really any regulations before like the FCA and all that stuff came in. Mm -hmm. um, whereas you had massive leverage. So you could literally have, uh, you could open massive positions with very small lot sizes, uh, very small account size. Um, so I was over leveraging a little bit and if just giving back chunks. As soon as I see something go down, like, you know, two, three hundred pounds, you're like, all right, close it out, close it out. Uh, before you know it, you've depleted your whole account. Um, and then you, you, as I said, you're back to square one. It just goes to show you if you didn't make it in the right way, it doesn't belong to you. Yeah. And then you'll just give it back to the market one way or another. We had an example before. I'm not sure if you heard me talk about it in a webinar. Someone reached out to me where they had done something similar where they had risked well, it's even more they risked a whole of their 10k account in terms of leverage like that would have been wiped and yeah. it was before the rules came in so they had a huge buying power lots of leverage and they turned it into i think it was something like 160 or 170. Yeah. so imagine that like you don't know what you're doing you've got 10k savings and you happen to turn it into 170. try and convince that person you've done the wrong thing even if they've done the wrong thing by accident they still think they've done the right thing because yeah. you'd rather most people would sit here and think i'd rather have 170k done the wrong thing to then learn the right thing yeah yeah but even before because i got the message even before i could jump on i thought it was a falcon student the right. way the charts were everything i just thought i need to help this person because they're going to be in a bad situation even from i think it was like a day and a half of receiving the message i'd flooded with dms and i'd got on a 20 minute skype it showed you how long ago we were using skype got on a 20 minute skype and he'd already lost like 40 50k just in that period of time yeah so even from the 170 is already getting closer and closer, just finding ways to give it back, taking risky trades, almost doesn't believe it's, it's possible anyway. So yeah, yeah. just over risk, do what you want. It's kind of like you've, you, there, you'll never be able to be consistent like that. And if you're ever trying to actually make a career out of it, what, imagine, like you said, like imagine having 160 and then the next week you've got 80. How can you possibly sustain a lifestyle like that? when you could just basically throw it all away the next day. So, it's, yeah, I mean, I completely get it. Mine wasn't onto that level of scale, but it was still, at the time, was big enough scale for me to feel very, like, kind of hit by it. Did it uh, at least, I'm curious, did it at least give you the belief? Because you still saw yourself make, like, 6, 7K. Yeah. So you still was able to see, I've extracted that money, so I know it's possible. I may not be doing it in the right way, but I still know it's possible. Do you think that helped in any way at all? That Yeah, that was a main driver because when you see that it's possible to make that money, especially when everyone thinks trading is such a scam or it's, you know, it's essentially just people throwing their money away, it's, you can see it's possible to make money in the markets. Uh, and obviously when I saw, you know, 8,000, 7,000 and how quick it was to come, that made me really believe that if, you know, if I actually knuckled down here and learnt properly, I can do this the right way and... Uh, make money consistently so at least you turned a good to bad situation into something good again i mean so let's dig into your your journey now i yeah. feel like we've gone so far into the podcast already which i love so thank you for sharing that that moment most people have not not gone through that experience as many traders that they've still not made any money yet you know so it's, it's always different in people's journeys 
so, so for yourself, how many years have you been trading to date now, roughly? Uh, I'd say five, five to six years. Five and, to six and in Falcon, how long? Uh, Falcon, I think five years it's in, in Falcon at the moment, yeah. So committed student. Yeah, I mean, I'll be honest with you, I, ever since I've come across trading, I, I've been fascinated from the beginning and I really enjoy doing it. So once I came across it, it was kind of like it answered, it ticked so many boxes for me of the things I could achieve with it or the, the lifestyle I could bring or mm -hmm. the, the lifestyle I could change for like family members and things like that. So it was kind of like, well, now that I'm here, now that I want to learn this, you know, I need to stick to this and, and be committed. And you don't realize when you start trading that it's not just, you think it's going to be quick first six months, I make some money, but it's like the biggest self-development curve you'll have to go through. And even here five years on, you know, I'm still still working at myself like relentlessly every day. Do you know what you remind me of is that, and people get this confused, you don't need to be the finished article to make money. No. You still don't even need to be the finished article to sustain money. Yeah. But you still need to hit a certain level of threshold to break yeah. through from that. And then it's ongoing. I mean, I'm still improving, you know, I improved the strategy. You know, yeah. if I didn't, if I thought with that mindset, I would have never brought out AFT that wouldn't exist. So yeah. there's an element of, I think a lot of people, and this is where their identity holds them back. They believe that once they're perfect, once they're the finished article, once their self image is in place, once they have no doubt for whatever reason, that's only when the doors will open for them to make money. But training doesn't actually work like that. And I think that is a fundamental flaw in people's belief for yourself. How long did it take you to really start to say, you feel like you know your stuff in terms of technicals. Now you may want to improve here and there where you feel like you've got a good basis of an understanding of the way that we trade, the routines, the processes. How long did you say that took you? Um, I'd say after like two, three years, so like maybe we're in what, 2023, around the 2020 mark, I, I felt like I knew what I was doing. Um, I, you know, I understood what a good trade was, but it was this, even though I knew that I was still struggling to actually make money from it because you know it's, there's a fine line between you know knowing everything you need to know but actually being able to apply it in a, in a live market and that was probably the, the biggest learning curve that I've had to go through that's been most difficult or challenging as well um, but yeah to answer, to answer the question I'd say probably about two three years to really not understand technicals yeah did you feel frustrated during that time or was you was you the type of person who was comfortable with the fact that, listen, this is going to take me a while, I'm just going to keep showing up with the right intention and I know it will improve? Or did you ever have periods where you were just like, when's this going to happen for me? Because, I mean, people go through a bit of both, but I'm curious what was more the dominant thought. I mean, after like three, four years when you still haven't hit consistency, you are you definitely have those thoughts where you're like, you know, when is this actually going to work? Because you do see some people who start to get consistency and you're thinking and they're making money or they're scaling up. And obviously you're happy for them, but you're thinking to yourself, I've put in a lot of work here and I'm still still not quite at the level I want to be at yet. But it's never a question of, you know, do I stop or anything like that? It's more like, what am I not doing yet? Or what do I still need to learn that I haven't learned yet? Mm -hmm. And so it's just, I was, I'm the kind of person where I just continuously will go back to the drawing board until I kind of just figure it out. Mm -hmm. And obviously you have a lot of help along the way with Falcon and all the, like the utilities and stuff as well. So, but yeah, for me, it was just, 
I'll just keep going. Uh, it could take me another five years and I'll, I'll still be going probably. So That's good. That's a good mentality that you have to be able to, to push through. I believe that's the secret. I believe the secret to trading is gaining the experience that most traders will never gain. For example, how many traders, if you used to really think about it, maybe ones that you've come into communication with or the average person who has, I don't know, gone to a two-day seminar, right? like a course that I took very many years ago. Yeah and just decided to stop maybe out of blowing an account and just not having the right education and maybe giving up after two years. I mean, it wouldn't be that irrational for someone who's been doing something for two years, makes no money, and says to their parents, like, you know what, this just didn't work out. They'd say, okay, fair enough, you gave it two years. It's not like it's just a couple of months. So it's still a period of time, but that period of time has been skewed. And I think the secret to this is understanding what is the, I mean, curious for you, what do you think is the average time frame? for someone to succeed in trading? I know it's different, but if you used to say years, three years, five years, six years, what do you think you, if you was to average it? I mean, on average, I think it would be around, I'd say at least four, four where I think someone really, really knows what they're doing and mm -hmm. they've got the experience in the market because you can be, I suppose you can be consistent after two years, but I don't think you've experienced enough market cycles or to, to really feel like you're, you know what you're doing every single year. Mm -hmm. You can still be a consistent trader. Um, I, sp I suppose, yeah, so three to four years where I'd say consistency is, you can achieve consistency. Yeah, yeah I agree. The, 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 around the fourth year mark is, is usually where people that have applied themselves for a decent amount of time within that four years, so they've practiced in the right way, they tend to break through. And then you get a small percentage, I would say, of the people that actually do well, call it 10% of those can do it in a year or within a year or two years. Yeah. You just get the more anomalies where they just learn quicker, they apply themselves more yeah. aggressively and they're mature enough to just understand it and then do it. But then they still have different, and they might be types of traders where they've kind of had the benefit of experiencing quite a few market conditions in a short period of time. Yeah. So they kind of gain that crash course of yeah. experience very quickly but generally speaking it is about four years so when you do see people after a couple of years complaining i'm not consistent yet that like, you're not meant to be but for the average i'm not saying you can't it's impossible but i think that's a huge perspective shift because how many people that were very capable to make hundreds of thousands of pounds in this industry but yeah. they just decided two and a half years was enough yeah you like that's one of the biggest hurdles you'll go through i think is just not giving up and you, you have to actually see out the course and there's not really any point in starting trading if you're thinking like that and you've like, you know, if I don't make money in a year, I'm just going to stop because like you said before, if, if you're trying to be a doctor, you know, you know the time frame that you need to commit and why does being a professional trader have to be seen as like less difficult, if you know what I mean. If you, if you were to go to university and, do, and study trading, it could be a five-year course before you, and even then after that, you'd, you know, you'd have to go on and, and do it on your own. Whereas trading is pretty much learning on your own. Obviously, we have we have guidance and stuff online, but you're learning on your own for the whole time. So unless you're like really applying yourself massively every single year, there's no way the learning curve will be a year where you learn how to trade. There's only so much absorption that your mind can even take on yeah. of things like, like what we always talk about myself and the coaches, in a new unit of time, you're gonna experience something different. I'm sure throughout your journey in Falcon, you've got up one day, looked at the charts, and things that have clicked that didn't click before. That happens to every single trader, and only time has done that. But it's time of following the right procedure, 
again and again and again to realize. So you can't rush that in four months. It's just, it's impossible. Yeah, if, if you if you just joined Falcon, and obviously, because we trade about indicators and stuff as well, like it can be quite overwhelming because you, you're looking at a blank chart, you're looking at price action, and you're thinking like, what am I going to make out of all this? Um, so you, like, if you try to do that within a week or in a, within a year, it, it's going to be really difficult, and you're going to have to probably go back to the drawing board many times. Um, but like you said, it's just repetition. When you're doing it for a, a long time, when you're doing it years and years, you start knowing what you need to look for. You start understanding what patterns look like or you know, what we're actually trying to find in mm. markets as well. And this, it's the only, I mean, it's the key to, to being successful in anything. You just have to keep repeating what you're doing. And that is how simple it is. And it will go straight over people's heads. Yeah. It's not always, I know everyone wants the complicated thing. It's not, it's the simple stuff. And those that stick out it long enough, they tend to break through. It's what we're seeing now. Yourself as well. So congratulations again. Portfolio Asset Manager. Yeah. How, how, does, how does that feel now you achieving that milestone? And also how did it feel for people to just congratulate you? Because it's not a normal environment. Uh, I mean, it was a really nice feeling, uh, firstly, to passing because... You know, it's it's not an easy fund to pass. You know, you have to be, you have to really show discipline. Like, there's obviously other funds out there where you could pass very quickly, probably within a week. But in the, the Falcon Fund, you have to be kind of disciplined over a, a certain amount of time. And uh, so you have to be showing up with good trades, or and you have to be showing up, you know, doing the right things over and over again. So when you do eventually pass, it's quite a relief. Um, it wasn't my first assessment either, so. Uh, you, know, I had, you definitely go through a learning curve with the first ones and the second one as well. Um, but eventually you find what you need, like the recipe to actually pass these funds. So it was, it was a great feeling. Uh, and obviously the community congratulating you after as well is, is quite surreal because you just realize you know, how close-knit the community is and how much everyone just wants to see each other on succeed. Um, so I think that's, that was a great feeling. Yeah, I can imagine. It's day-to-day life's not normal for people to be genuinely happy. I mean, yeah. people can be happy and say things to your face, but deep down there's a bit of enviness or jealousy, but you know it comes from a good place in the community because all you've done is just inspired another person who might have thought about giving up in trading altogether to just carry on going. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's quite uh, incredible that everyone is sharing such a similar journey because, you know, trading in itself is is quite a unique path to follow anyway. So knowing that everyone's following the same path, everyone's got the same kind of goals and wants to achieve the same kind of things or for their families and stuff like that mm -hmm. is, you know, why wouldn't you want to see each other succeed, you know? It's a mind frame that it was very important that we had from day one. I actually noticed that as an issue in the industry, something I wanted to solve. I saw a lot of ego and I thought, how is this, this is not useful to the average trader if everyone is just, I want you to do well, just not better than me. Right. You know, like that's not the type of mentality that we have. Like, there is more than enough room to do as well as possible. It's not a competition. That like if someone's trading 700k or 600k, it means nothing. The person who's trading 600k might make more that month from return. So, like, if you're doing well, you're doing well is the whole point. And that yeah. is what we've cultivated from day one. And now we're seeing the rewards like five, six years later, people that have stuck at it. It's the reason why we're seeing so much growth in a concentrated period of time like yourself, it's not overnight success. Some people have done it quicker, but the majority of the stories that you're hearing, people that listen well, apply themselves, they take their time, they didn't jump from system to system, they didn't rush it, they go back to the drawing board, and I think that's a, a skill within itself, to just be able to 
surrender to the level that you're at to go, hold on a minute, maybe I need to go back to the drawing board. Doing that with humility to then improve, you seem like you've done that incredibly well. How have you found the resources as a whole? If you used to look at just your whole time, you've been in Falcon, you've seen the evolution, the evolution of the industry. How have you found the the resources that you've got? Have you always felt like you've got the right support and things around you? Yeah, I mean, considering when I first joined, we just had the foundation series at the time. Um, so, I mean, even that in itself was really, really helpful anyway, because uh, there was so much information there and we were you know, pretty much learning a new strategy from scratch. Um, but since then, you know, it's just kind of got bigger and better. Um, there is a lot more evolution with the quick tips. You know, you've got midweek market reviews, we, uh, Sunday market breakdowns every week, FX Live. So there's, you could even argue there's too much information for the students now. Mm. Whereas back then when, you were, when you're learning just off the foundation series, you know that's all you've got and you have to make use of that as well as you can. I mean, I think uh, Ibi said it the other day, it was like he, you just have to be more resourceful, resourceful with your time. Um, whereas now when you've got an abundance of information, um, you, you maybe take that for granted actually. Um, but it also just shows you just the levels that Falcon are at as well because there is it has just evolved over the years. It's got bigger um, and it's just applying more things. We you know we've got the fund now as well, so mm -hmm. there is a, a clear pathway to want to succeed from nothing to a full time trader now. Well, we've always had the we've always had an invested interest in students doing well, yeah. and that's why we created it in that way. Yeah. That we've got proper ecosystem now. It's taken years to build. And we've had to be very, very patient because you've seen the evolution of the the industry. It's just, it can be a shit show at times. So we've had to stay with the right course, the right message that's actually going to help people, even through all of the hype, which is difficult to explain to someone who is frustrated, not consistent yet, volatile, emotional, to stay doing the same thing if they've not made money yet. And they see someone online who fluked a funded assessment difficult to create that battle and you've got to stay stern on your message and now we're seeing a lot of actually quite a lot of people i've got some messages recently of people that were in falcon in the old days but just for whatever reason they they got ahead of themselves they jumped from system to system and they they had enough humility so i can respect that that i made the wrong decision and i can yeah. i can i can accept that um i don't blame people for it i understand it because you're eager you want to make money but the common pattern that i've even been able to enjoy by doing these podcasts with people like yourself and all the funded trader podcasts is, is common patterns with pretty much every single trader listen well apply themselves take criticism on really well and just want to improve and that's it yeah i mean it's, it's weird with the prop firm thing you were saying as well because obviously back then if you were to lose money you'd lose like real account money when you like deposit on the brokerage or whatever it is but now people are just losing relentless amount of money through challenges um, and it's all because it's very easy to just grab yourself a 100k account of course. out of nothing. Um, if you think from from one minute you could be trading literally a thousand to 100k from a hundred pound deposit or withdrawal to a 10k withdrawal, it's obviously really appealing to people and it will keep you coming back pretty, pretty much like a casino um, to, to if you fail a challenge to go for another one. Like it's just like you're 
you know, pulling out sweet skittles or something like that. You know, so. Literally. You know there's a side of the industry that people don't know the effects yet. The same way we still don't know the effects of, say, social media over a period of time, yeah. of all these highlight reels that we see of everyone living their best life with no friction, no nothing. We still don't know the full effects of how damaging that is, and we still don't know the full effects of how damaging it is. What about the flip side of... There's always a, a positive and negative. So if something is easy somewhere, it means it creates another hard somewhere else. If something is hard somewhere, it creates something easy somewhere. There's always like a polar yeah. a yin and yang, yang, if you like. So if now capital is easier than ever before, well, then something has to be more difficult because there's always the shift you mentioned about before you just had the foundation series, right? So then that's what you could focus on. So then it might have been harder there, but it may have been easier somewhere else. Now you've got an abundance of knowledge. It now might be harder for you to focus. So you have to then, it, it, it might have been easier for you to focus back then because that's all you had. Where now it's harder for you to focus. But then you have the opportunity to increase your focus in a day and age where people can't concentrate. Yeah. I mean, if you think if it's because it's so quick to get a funded account now, yeah, you, it could overlook all of your technicals because if it only takes one trade to say bank you 10k, you know, you, just from that you could say, well, you know, I'm a full-time trader now. Whereas if you had to build up that account from scratch, how consistent are your technicals? How strong are they for you to actually level yourself up consistently? Whereas, you know, one withdrawal every two months is on 10, 20k is still enough to be arguably a full-time trader. Exactly. But, and when you think about, let's say you're going through a funded challenge and you've taken, I don't know, like five or six. There's, there's lots of people that have taken five, six, sometimes 10. I've heard messages of 17. What is the detrimental side? Of, like, imagine being on your 17th account. There is a part of actually just protecting your psychology that you're almost yeah. compounding it the other way because the more accounts you do when you're not ready, but you just jump back in, jump back in, jump back in, you're almost compounding the lack of belief because like, well, I'm 17 assessments in now and it hasn't happened. Where's your confidence going to be? It's going to be on the floor versus someone who has gone right. I'm not saying that it is going to take you two or three. It might take someone generally over a whole seven, for example, but people just rushing into the next one, the next one, without ever learning and going, right, what went wrong with this one? Was it just unfortunate sequence of great trades and then I have to take nothing personally and I'm actually ready to literally go again because by that logic if you had more drawdown you would still be fine you would just keep trading but you just hit an unfortunate sequence or did you deviate from your plan massively because you're really emotional couldn't deal with the pressure well probably something you need to dig into rather than just the next week that's why we don't just allow people to straight away grab another funded account we don't have an interest in that I mean, the majority of the time it, it's the second one it's, it's always people refusing to accept that Maybe they're just not where they need to be right now. Mm -hmm. And they just won't, they won't go back. They won't work on their technicals. They won't work on their psychology. They'll just think, no, I didn't catch the right trade because I didn't get lucky enough or whatever it is. And that, that's just the ugly truth of how the industry is now. Um, whereas, like you said before, if, if you didn't have a prop firm and you had to build up your capital, you will know straight away if you're good enough, really, because you, you can't just flip accounts to 100k just like that especially with the regulations now as well so yeah it, it overlooks people's actual like graft and actually working on what they need to work on before going back and just speaking of what you need to work on you've worked on technicals you've worked on psychology when you came into something like rewired which is not a a, a common process that people would go through 
was there anything that was familiar? Was you already on that path of digging into your psychology? Was there anything that stood out to you that you resonated with more that you realized, right, I need to work on this and you could make the correlation towards, I can see how this is going to be useful to me when I'm trading with more amounts of money? You know, it's, it's weird because I always thought I was taking my psychology serious. I always thought I was aware because I, I, as I said, I've been doing it for four years. I'd, I've obviously known about psychology and how it's important, but when I still hadn't got to the level I wanted to get to, I still haven't got funding, and I was thinking to myself, you know, there must be still something I'm overlooking here, um, which is when I signed up for Rewired as well. And I just realized that it does go a lot deeper. Uh, there are a lot of kind of thoughts and actions that you have to just, you have to be aware of. Um, when you think all you need to do is click a button when you're trading, you know, so everything else comes from the mind. Uh, and, you know, even physically as well, but you, so you just have to be much more aware of how you're thinking, how you're approaching the charts, you know, what kind of mindset am I bringing to the table when I'm ready to trade? Is You can't just you know, wake up and just start clicking buttons mm -hmm. because it's, you'll just, before you know it, you'll just sabotage your whole account. Um, but yeah, as I said, it, it goes a lot deeper. You know, there are a lot of insecurities that you have to just kind of come across and just make known to yourself. And then you just have to kind of, work on changing those and, and growing as a person you know when you look at things like the life menu and stuff like mm -hmm. that and you realize there's so much more to just trading six figures there's literally a million different things that you can achieve in life uh, and it kind of makes you think a lot bigger than putting trading on a pedestal and thinking oh, you know i have to do it there's more important things as well don't get me wrong it's still important to be a mm -hmm. full-time trader um but it, it just, it helped me develop my mindset. And, you know, in an industry where it's, it's pretty much the biggest mental game you're doing out there, why would I not want to work on my psychology more to, mm -hmm. to be at my best? It's because people live in a lot of arrogance. That's the main reason. And you've gotten over that quite easily. Some people find it really difficult. They're like, well, I'm doing all the work. I've read trading in the zone. Why would I need that? And that's the kind of mind they live in, not realizing that you've got access to a a program that you know the majority of people on it happen to be funded. That's not coincidence. That's just, it is what it is. We didn't know it was going to go like that. We've built the program to help for it to be exactly what it is. Did I know the stats would be like that in the end? 100% had full faith in that. This quickly, not so much, because it is difficult for people to make these changes, especially when you're trying to help someone change their identity that might have lived, let's say they lived poor their whole life. And they're going to go for a rewired one, thinking a month they're just going to have the self-image of a millionaire. <laughs> it's not going to work. So some people are like very hardwired in negative situations. So yeah. I knew certain people were going to, it's going to take a long time for them to see the benefit, but the formula is there for them to change their life. And as they improve, they can come back to it. As they improve, they get to the next level of funding. They come back to it. I mean, I've lost count now how many times people have gone through it and said, did you add anything new? I said, no, <laughs> it's the same modules. Yeah, but I didn't hear it that, that first yeah. time. Same what we were talking about earlier. You couldn't possibly just blueprint all of the webinars, all of the analysis on your first go or even second go because you might have improved in an area you weren't even aware of and then you get to the next stage, let's say you're trading 100K and you go back, you go for a module again. You're like, whoa, this sticks out to me more. It's because you're now at a new level. So in a new unit of time, you're coming back to it. So it's almost like I see Rewired as being your assistant all the way through. So every time you get better, it improves you more. But it yeah. can only improve you further as you improve from the original improvements. And I'm excited for layer two that's going to come out. We've got a meetup planned on roughly around the 
provisional date is 21st of July. Right. So that's going to be the exclusive launch to people that have it already. Um, so everyone who's in Rewired will be grandfathered in. So we've got modules there that are going to be on funding specifically for the psychology of funding, which is going to be super helpful and, and lots of other things that I can't leak, unfortunately, here. No, but that, that it just, I mean, just the funding module will be a massive help for a lot of people as well, just to get you know, mentally prepared for what they have to come across and stuff as well. Um, but yeah, as I said, uh, I mean, I'm looking forward to Rewired uh, 2.0 and what you were saying before about when, you, when you're going through it a second time or a mm. third time or fourth time, you just start picking up new things. You know, I was, I was listening to it again this week and there was a lot of new things that I, I did pick up myself as well. And I was thinking to myself, well, I've enjoyed it more the, sec uh, the second and third time than I did the first time because mm -hmm. it's kind of just information thrown at you and it's like, you know, how do I apply this? Um, but like you said, if, if you go over it multiple times, you'll start to enjoy it more and it will start to actually become more natural. If, if you're a master at it, there, there's no way you can't succeed. No. Be be <laughs> because with, with the way it's designed, like your mind is going to be formidable and that is just going to be the ingredient you need to succeed. That's it. So as long as if you couple just a, even a fairly decent technical trader with an incredible mind will produce way more results than an incredible technical trader with a poor mind. Hmm. And that's the hierarchy most people overlook. Yep. I mean, we could find, think about it at school. When you went to school and you remember, you'd be sat in a classroom and it wouldn't be rare for someone to be academic. Oh, this person's got an A, this person's got an A, he's got an A, she's got an A. There's, there's a dime a dozen. There's so many of these people that will go to university first, 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 two, one, whatever it is. So it's so common for people to be academic. Then there are a lot of people that are not. However, it's the same thing with trading. It's not difficult to find someone who is technically skilled. They've just learned well, they're competent, they can learn things. Yeah, I get it. They know how to put the strategy together. They could regurgitate it to you. Applying that regurgitation under pressure is a completely different ball game. So there's very few people that have mastered their mind because that requires you to master yourself. That requires you to be aware of your thoughts the first 15 minutes window of opportunity when you wake up, you know, even just that alone. Like, How many people do you think get up in the morning and they're just not even aware of the first thing? They think about the problems, they're stressed, and then they get to the charts and think, I really need to learn more about my technicals, not realizing they need to learn more about themselves. I mean, there's a noticeable difference to getting up and approaching the charts like that, or like, for example, I always like to, I always like to get myself in the gym before mm -hmm. I even start looking at the charts. And when you sit down and you're looking at charts after a training session, like a good breakfast, or what, mm -hmm. or even if you were just going and you know getting your ten thousand steps or whatever it is, you'll just come back with a much, much cleaner mindset that's ready to kind of, you know, read the charts properly. You know, you could you could analyze uh, the markets twice before and after and it, it'll be two different things sometimes um, and you'll, you'll see it even if you do like um, sometimes I'll do my uh, forecast mm -hmm. and then I'll forecast it again when I'm probably in a, a higher flow state and it'll just be a much better forecast and sometimes I just change all the trades I was even looking at so interesting isn't it how you just ch shift that mindset suddenly yeah. you see things much clearer you make better trading decisions it's the clear correlation as long as you can master that you trust yourself to make those decisions. Yeah. I'm curious, I've got two two questions for you. Right, one question, what is the next stage for you? So you're now a portfolio asset manager, what's the next focus? You've never been someone who rushes anyway, but if, if you've got a figure in mind, end of the year goal, just anything that you'd like to share? Um, well, uh, my my figure in mind is, is already 100K. That would be, I would say, the benchmark for me to at least 
potentially go full time, I'd say, on that number. Nice. But I think 200K would be a comfortable benchmark for me. Um, but I mean, that's not where I want to stop or anything like that. I, I honestly think I'd, I'd be good enough to scale up uh, as, as high as I can. You mm -hmm. know, um, I just, I'd, I, I enjoy trading and I enjoy what we do. And I just kind of want to push myself and see, you know, how, how far I can go. Um, I don't do it just for myself or or just like so I can go out and brag and like or like you know go mm -hmm. to IB for or whatever it is but it's it's more um just because I want it be you know, my my family have worked so hard their whole life to kind of get to where we are and you know as a son the family you kind of feel like at some point you need to take responsibility for you know what's going on next and that's where I kind of want to work hard and you know pursue work hard and kind of just take us to the next level, break that wealth chain and mm -hmm. kind of, you know, give my family the kind of financial freedom that I feel like they deserve and, uh, you know, at least they can probably retire happy and stuff, you know? Yeah, fully respect that. And I understand those pressures. You know, those are the kind of things, I think they push you more. I think it'd yeah. be easy to say it'd be nice not to have that pressure, but most of the people that don't have that pressure just don't succeed. Pressure's a good thing. You know, channeled in the right way, I believe you, you'll conquer that quicker than you think. But you, you conquer that by conquering yourself, which yeah. you know you're doing the right thing. And I think that is, that's what gives you the most clarity in the first place. Definitely what helped for me is that when you actually figure out a formula, technically and mentally and routine-wise, you know you just now need time and patience to catch up because you're doing the right thing. So congrats on hitting this milestone. It wasn't easy, but you're here now. Next stages. Any final words for the community? And I'm curious as to not just the not just advice, but what do you believe has given you an edge in being in Falcon for this period of time? You know, you stuck at it. Is there anything that you would say that has given you an edge, even if it's just like a mentality point of view, that you would give to maybe newer traders or people going through the process where they've tried to get funded loads of times and they're not, they're not yet there yet and they're getting frustrated with their journey? What would you say to those people? Uh, I mean, for, for the people who are trying to get funded, uh, I suppose especially if you're new, you know, that shouldn't be your concern right now. Your, your concern should be just to really make sure you've got the fundamentals on lock. So, you know, don't pressure yourself with that kind of thing. You know, get back to, you know, learning the technicals, learning the fundamentals, learning of people who have already achieved what you're trying to achieve. And then when you're ready, go for the funding. Uh, but on top of all of that, I would say it is, it is just the willingness not to give up. Like hmm. you'll go through a million hurdles in trading. And if you can't overcome one hurdle, you'll, you either say, I'm, you know, I'm going to quit there or you're going to carry on. And if you can just say to yourself that I'm not going to give up the whole way through, then you kind of won half the battle already. So, it, yeah, I would say just, especially for the newer traders, uh, you know, you're in the right place with Falcon. You've got everything you, there that you need to succeed. Now it's just down to you to apply that and not give up. Love it. Well, thank you for staying committed. It's always a breath of fresh air to us that when we see someone just keep on moving forward, you know, they just have a relentless mentality. And I think you'll inspire so many people in the community to just recognize that they might be three years in and they've not made it yet. It's not the end for them. You know, there may be small little decisions away from breaking through and hitting the levels they want to hit. So thank you for being so open and transparent. I'm looking forward to you to getting to the next level and and coming out of your show as well. We're going to be seeing you at um, <laughs> some future meetups as well. I'm sure you enjoyed the last one. Uh, yeah, that was incredible. And 100% you'll see me at probably many more of them anyway. So look forward to it. Thank you for jumping on the podcast. Thanks, Mark. Cheers.